As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com. danasbeats.com. People continue to wear masks on planes. That's up to them. Okay. Wasn't it up to them the entire time? It's kind of the way it should. That's how it should have been the whole, you know, this whole time. (sighs) It's a crap news cycle. It's slow. And all we have are two self-indulgent people that are all over cable news and I don't give a rat's ass. Welcome to the show. Dana Lash here with you. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through this hellscape that we call a week. And a number of things to get into. I say this every day because we have a bunch of stuff to get into. First up, though, uh, I really don't care about the mask. Can I just make a point here? Why in the ever-loving hell is is the drama between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard playing out all over my television? Why? Why I why is it that I turn a channel and I can't get away from it? This is why I hate TV. Nobody cares. I really don't care. I sorry, it's really hard for me to feel sorry for a dude who has his own private island. Really struggling here. I'm on the struggle bus, right? It's really hard for me to feel sorry for a crazy broad. Who I could have told you that beat was crazy. I could have told you she was. See, you need to ask me. Y'all people need to be asking me about this stuff. Like, Dana, what do you think? This is who my son brought home. Or this is who my brother is dating. Or I'm considering going out with this person. I'll take one look. Give me a good photo. I'll take one look and I'll tell you. I'm never wrong. It's a gift. Also a burden. Could have told you she was crazy. Why is this all over the place? Why, I, I'm really curious. <clears throat> Why is this? We got Congress back. They are. We're dealing with high gas prices. We're dealing with... I mean, everything that's happening internationally, I'm more interested in what's happening with China than I am interested in two, like, druggies fighting it out. Yes, Dan, I know. I, look, I'm the person who tells you to be interested about culture. But we're kind of dealing with a lot of stuff right now. I don't need anybody else's baggage. It's hard for me, like I said, to feel... Can, can I just say this? Amber Heard is one of the worst actresses I've ever seen in my ever-loving life. She was the turd in the punch bowl that was Aquaman. Poor Jason Momoa had to do, like, double lifting. Nicole Kidman can't even move her face, and Amber Heard was worse of an actress. I don't mean to be... I don't care. I don't care if you think I'm mean or not. Don't... I don't care. I think this is so aggravated, and we all get a second to complain about it. Do we not? I'm like, what's going on with China? What's going on with gas prices? What's going on with inflation? What's going on? You know, the whole... So we set our kids back developmentally. Cases haven't changed. Percentage hasn't changed. It's just endemic. And we've made our kids... 
We've hurt our kids. We've set them back academically by two years. Well, I guess you know, they don't want to wear a mask. Shut up. But we got this playing out on our television. The most self-indulgent slap fight I've ever seen. Maybe it's like a physical slap fight. I think they both are ridiculous. I don't think that she is a victim of domestic violence. I've said it. Get over it. Anyway, that being said, Kane, it's really hard to feel bad for somebody with their own island. Hey, this is like you said, some of it's a slow news day, but right, there's important stuff out there that the media just doesn't want to cover for some reason. We're covering this. Like, even Fox has this on. Like, what, what in the world? What's happening? I, I, don't, I don't understand any of this. I've got a million questions. Maybe. Kind of. Yeah. All right. So that is the point, though. I mean, there's all of this other stuff that's happening and the masks on the planes and and then this whole situation. Did you see with the education department? Biden's education department will immediately wipe out student loan debt for 40,000 borrowers by promising to fix longstanding failures in a forgiveness scheme that hit low income students. It's a scheme that your party federalized. Maybe he forgot it after the stroke. I don't know. I'm not saying that he had one, but I'm just saying that maybe he did. I'm just asking. It's enough to beg the question. I'm going to beg the question. I'm going to beg that damn question all day. Why is it that we are wiping out student loans? Can you wipe out all of our mortgages too? You know the easiest thing to do? And I made mention of this on the Twitters earlier. I cannot stand to see these politicians preen. I'm going to do all of these things for you. We are going to help you. We're, look at what we're doing. Going to, he tweeted out, beyond gas prices, I've called on Congress to move immediately to lower the cost of families, utility bills, prescription drugs, and more, while lowering the deficit to reduce inflationary pressure. That would make a big difference for families. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? You could just lower or eliminate income taxes, but that's only if you like legit really want to remedy the issue. They are addicted to spending. At least the junkies on Skid Row are honest. I'm going to trust a junkie on Skid Row more than I'm going to trust the people making these financial decisions in Washington, D.C. I'm not saying this with a bit of facetiousness. I legit believe this. I mean, at least they're honest and you know what motivates them, right, Kane? Oh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, he could lower or eliminate income taxes, but he doesn't want to remedy the issue. He doesn't want to do all these people. I'm so done with all the I'm doing everything I can to bring down the Putin price hike. Have you seen whenever they type this out in their tweets or by I mean, their Gen Z interns that run their social media accounts. Have you seen every single time they talk about this? They uh, they capitalize the the Putin price hike. It's capital P Putin, capital P rice, capital H Ike. You seen that? Like it's a like it's an actual trademarkable thing. Putin price hike. Why don't you just go ahead and just let everybody know that you guys made up this phrase in a focus group in the White House, and now you're. I mean, nothing says that more than treating it like a proper noun. It's just so. It, this is so ridiculous. So, and he used it 
the first time he put it was Putin's price hike. He tri- he typed it normally, and then he started doing the capital, you know, etc. Putin price hike. He's like, I know families are still struggling with higher price. Yeah, we're you don't actually know that families are still struggling with higher prices, big guy. You got your ten percent. Do you think he paid his fair share on his ten percent? I want to see Hunter Biden's taxes. Uh, speaking of which, audio sound by two. I need the sound bite desperately. Listen to this. I was listed. I was had the great pleasure of being listed as the poorest man in Congress for 36 years. I still had making a hell of a lot more money than anybody else because I was getting a senator's salary. No kidding. I didn't think you should make money while you're in office. Oh, that's such a lie. You just merge it out, see, and you make money. You give your company and you put your company in your son's and brother's name. So then you and then you merge it out so that you can take it back over when you're out of office. We're not morons. I mean, we know what you're doing. We're not dumb people. We know exactly what you're doing. And that's what and that's that's what it, that's what it is. All like the poorest. Oh, I only had five million dollars. <laughs> Jeez, these people. I want to know what what he I'm still salty about tax day. I'm going to be hateful all week. I'm still super salty. I'm going to be every quarter. I'm hateful. It's a particular time every quarter. Like, don't even th- don't even worry about lady issues. It's the financial issues. That's when I get my financial time. Right, Kane? I'm just going to say it. I got, have my financial tax time of the month. I get real mad. They don't make nothing for that. <sighs> All right, so we're going to... I don't... Th- this. I want to get back to this uh, Department of Education thing. Because he's saying... And USA Today was writing about this too. People are... They're not concerned about the student loan stuff. They're concerned about inflation. There was a USA Today piece, a South piece in Newsweek, a Wall Street Journal piece also. They're concerned about inflation. They don't care about anything else. They're concerned about gas prices. And he's out here, well, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and wipe this debt clean. 41 million people collectively on $1.6 trillion in U.S. student loan debt. We haven't stopped to be like, what's the problem here at any point? Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said that the current student loan system was a life sentence for millions of low-income borrowers. First off, then don't borrow the money. All these people out here who are like, I'm poor, you don't understand. Oh, you, you don't know poverty until you live my life. Oh, I will beat you over the head with it. You do not know poverty. I knew poverty. I don't know anyone of my current acquaintance who is as poor as I was. Nobody. I couldn't even afford notebook paper. I sound like I grew up in the 1800s for the love. We didn't have cable until like forever. I'm not kidding you. I grew up in a statistic as a statistic. So I reject this nonsense that people are incapable of making their own way. I get it that there are people in office that try to make it so that individuals cannot lift themselves into a different status but i reject the idea that they can't without government help or that they can't period i didn't take out a single damn loan but i worked three jobs i worked hard there were times i got four or five hours of sleep at night trying to make keep my good grades and everything else it's it's not easy but you know what nothing i mean the good things in life that's not easy i'm telling one of my sons he's finishing up his junior year in college and i'm like look life is an employer what you put into it is what you get out of it you get you make that determination no one else is going to do it for you 
That's the problem. Everyone's, I don't know. I, I, it's easy to kind of brush it off as like a participation trophy entitlement society, but there's, there are other things that play into this. College is a racket. It's used by people to maintain keeping up with the Joneses and it's used as a status symbol. I know when, when I lived in St. Louis, it wasn't as much so as it is now that I'm in Dallas, but like here, I know a lot of people who three generations have gone to one university. And it's just expected and highly encouraged that, you know, the next generation goes to that university. I don't get that. I never have. It's just by grew up differently. But it is. It's very much to use as it's a status symbol. And there are a lot of conservative parents that play right into it. So it's not just the left. There's a lot of conservatives that are completely guilty and culpable. Because they're so they're so terrified to join the other parents and go, oh, my son goes to a technical school. Like, that's a bad thing. This is how I would say, yeah, my son goes to a technical school. He can buy and sell your child. So, yeah, have fun with your tuition debt. That's how I would say it. But see, I'm a jerk, so don't invite me to your parties. But, I mean, I'm not wrong in this, right? Nobody wants to have this uncomfortable conversation. I see all these kids that go to these fancy colleges, and then what do they do? They're in debt forever. They don't have, I can't say, can I, can I say this phrase, Kane? This is what my grandma used to say. She used to go, uh, they don't have a, a pot to, that's what she, a pot to pee in, is what she would say. But she didn't say pee. She would always be like, oh, yeah, they went and did this and that, but they don't have a pot to pee in. Or they had a big, fancy wedding. Look at this. We took my career to a family wedding. My grandma was like, spent $10,000 on this wedding, which this was like 15 years ago. Because my grandmother was still alive at the time. So I was, I, this was a while ago. She's like, oh, they spent like ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 on this wedding. They don't have a pot to pee in. Like, it makes sense, right? Or she, I remember we had a... Uh, it was like an associate or a friend of the family. Uh, the guy was going to wait until he could afford a ring. And my grandma's like, if you can't afford a ring, you can't, if you can't, if, if that's what your focus is, you're going into this marriage wrong. Yeah. If she would hesitate because you didn't get the right kind of ring, that ain't the chick for you. It's just very interesting, but it's like a status symbol. No one, no parent wants to be the parent that's, that is there. and like, well, my son, did he just chose to not go to school, college. He chose to, you know, maybe go to a Texas. So, Anne, we got to get out of this mindset. That's part of the problem. Democrats voting eight years ago to nationalize this is actually more than eight years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, that's also part of the problem. Federalizing student loans. No one wants to talk about that. And Joe Biden as a senator supported it. We have a lot more to come that you don't want to miss. Uh, coming up, we're going to get I got some tech and I oh, my gosh, I got some of the stupidest wokery. I actually hesitate to bring this to you guys. I actually hesitate because I'm going to, it's ridiculous. All right, so you've been here before. Spring comes and so do the big gardening ideas and you buy plants and you plant them and before you know it, your dream yard is a graveyard. Luckily, FastGrowingTrees.com is here to give your yard a new life. FastGrowingTrees.com is the world's largest online nursery with expertise, care, and selection that you're not going to find anywhere else. The thing I love about FastGrowingTrees.com is their experts curate thousands of plant varieties that will thrive in your specific 
specific climate, your location, and based on your needs. Based on your zip code, they can tell you what to buy and what not to buy. It's peace of mind for everybody that they take the guesswork out of it. Plus, there's no waiting in line and no messy cars from hauling plants all over town because you order online or over the phone. With plants shipped to your door in one to two days. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. And with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Visit FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. Start your spring with FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Oh, boy. Okay, so today in Duh, scientists have found that type 2 diabetics can add over a decade to their lives through simple lifestyle changes, such as slimming down to a healthy weight. And as a joke, someone's like, oh, this is just some fat phobia in academia. And then people actually locked onto that and were saying, yes, it is. I hate this. You know why I don't want to get rid of social media? Even though I hate it. I have a love-hate relationship with it. Because we know who to avoid, right? This is, you should, ladies, if you're single, gentlemen, if you're single, use social media as like a natural birth control. Right? I'm just saying. Just like look at some of these. It'll make you know, it'll make you want to stay home and, you know, binge anime and just eat pizza. That's what it'll make you do. And then just saying, I can't believe that that's a headline. I can't believe that somebody made a joke and then everyone's like, yes, it is fat phobia in academia. That's completely correct. Poland tells Pfizer, no more coronavirus vaccines. And they canceled the deal. Wow. Right? They said no more. No more vaccines. And so they, they canceled it. Good for Poland. Good for Poland. Hmm. Now, you guys remember, he's on the first. He's also uh, on, he was on Fox News. Oh, gosh. This has started started playing. Uh, apparently, Bill O'Reilly was caught on video yet arguing with a JetBlue worker during a flight delay in JFK in New York. I guess he was going to TCI. I don't know, but... JetBlue? JetBlue? I'm like, what are you doing flying JetBlue? <laughs> Stay with us. Never run out of coffee by joining the club with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company was built upon the mission to serve coffee and culture to people who love America. As a veteran-owned company, Black Rifle Coffee Company delivers on that promise by developing explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as members of the military, and they're committed to supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. When you join the coffee club, you select your perfect roast, how much coffee you want, and how often you want it delivered, and it's all shipped right to your door for free. Not only do you save a trip to the store, but you also receive special discounted pricing. You gain access to exclusive products and partner brand discounts. Not sure what roast is best for you? Take the Black Rifle Coffee Quiz and get matched to the perfect coffee roast and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. Red meat, black coffee, truth telling. The Dana Show. Welcome back to the program, Dana Last Year. We were talking about playing Madonna, so I don't know what happened. And the reason we were talking about that is because I'm looking at this photo of the new executive editor of the New York Times. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. This is weird. It's weird. So this dude 
is he I guess he did a spread for uh, New York magazine. Yes, he did. He's just a guy who I can't tell if he's like part of the Inside Number Nine cast, which is a British comedy show and it's hysterical. Uh, but he's sitting at they have all these photos of him that they that they took for this spread, I guess, to announce his new position at the New York Times executive editor. Woo! And his name is Joe Kahn. And I, I'm trying to figure out if this was like a joke or if it was just so avant-garde, it's still a joke. You know what I mean? Or not avant-garde, if they tried too hard. Yeah, not so, <clears throat> excuse me, the big photo that they have, first off, they took a more a milder photo. He's sitting at a kitchen table, which presumably, I don't know if that's his own. And he's sitting in front of some of the biggest blueberries I've ever seen and the croissant, a croissant the size of a child. And then... They show him the the caption is Khan relaxing with the paper. Khan is sitting in the floor of what I believe, I guess, is his dining room or office. And there's a newspaper on the floor and he's sitting on the floor and he's posing his hands outstretched behind him, arms straight, his right leg out straight and his left leg is bent. And it's like he's posing. But what I can't get over are those weird ass feet because it looks as though like he's got a hoof. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong, Kane. I'm not, but tell me. Yeah. It looks hoofish. Or the beginnings of talons. I can't really tell. That straight up looks like Black Phillip's feet from the witch. It looks like that's the black goat that was actually the devil. I don't know if I gave that away. The movie's been out for a while. Get over it. It, I mean, his that looks like a hoof. I, if I were him, I'd be looking at this like, man, that bunion sticks out way too much. You know, because I too love sitting and rolling around with newspapers in my dining room with my my weird hoof feet. <laughs> Just love it. If you're watching the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio show on the first, Juan did you a favor. He zoomed, zoomed in, in on that cloven hoof. <laughs> Well, that's not a gold toe sock. I know that. No, it sure what, isn't. You can't tell me that that's not a hoof. What either? I don't know what's wrong with that. I cannot move away and talk about anything else or even get into why this guy deserved a profile in New York Magazine because of that foot. Dude, that's a hoof. He could be the devil. We don't know. The devil is among us. The time is near. We don't know. That's straight up a hoof. What is a would you would you do this? <laughs> what? Put a sock on my hoof? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? I, I mean, I just don't. I said every time, like, does he have hooves? Like, what? <laughs> what is this? I don't. I don't know. That's just you know how sometimes like I I had a like a, your grandparents as they got older their feet got weird. <laughs> The socks are working the hardest in this photo. Oh, man. They're the real MVP, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just laying in his... It's weird, dude. It's just weird. But they... They ran... They were... They... That's just... I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. I don't get it. I don't get the photo. But they did this whole spread of him. And it's... I mean, he's literally... There's a chair right next to him. Right. Why are you in the floor? There's a chair 
right by you. In a table. So why is the coffee and the paper on the floor? Well, too? Yeah, like you don't even need to be in the floor like that. There's what looks like quite a comfortable chair. Dude, it's dude, it's at your three it's at your three o'clock. Just turn your head over so slightly. It looks like maybe kind of like a tweed, a wool, like a mauve chaise, perhaps. Can you imagine stubbing that hoof on that table? Dude, there? that's probably why the rug looks jacked up. You probably got a hoof caught in the corner. <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> I just want to know why. I just need to know what is up with that and how no one was like, hmm, we're trying to be more relatable, not, you know, terrify people. It's just weird, man. It's weird. <sighs> I can't. I'm not going to get past this. But this is the, this is our media, ladies and gentlemen. It's our media. Okay, so... Coming up, I'm going to get into some of the economic stuff, IMF, et cetera, et cetera. I've got uh, polling. We're going to touch on tech. I promise do some woke. I told you. The dumbest one yet. This is from ABC and the New York Times. Disney is labeling Tinkerbell and Captain Hook as potentially problematic per a report. I know. And it's, and it's a New York Times piece, too. They had this whole thing and they said they've been drawn into the partisan fray and uh, all this stuff. And and that they said Tinkerbell is marked for caution because she is body conscious and jealous of Peter Pan's attention, according to the executives. Captain Hook could expose Disney to accusations of discrimination or prejudice against individuals with disabilities because he's a villain. So their argument is Captain Hook's problematic because he's got a peg leg and a hook for a hand. Does he have a peg leg? I know he's got a hook for a hand. I don't remember. So he's disabled. And if, I mean, I don't know anybody else with hooks for hands. So the argument, wait. Yeah. So the argument is they're portraying yes. disabled people as villains. Is that what they're yes, saying? Yes, yes. That she's too body conscious because she's jealous of Peter Pan and Captain Hook exposes Disney to accusations of discrimination and prejudice against people with disabilities because he's a bad guy. So people with disabilities cannot play bad characters ever. The yoga stretch of logic in, in these things they just can't. is amazing. Only able-bodied people can be villains. No, that's totally not discriminatory. At all, in any respect. But what mm. about the one-armed man in that one yeah. Harrison Ford movie? Ooh, by the way, Ursula, they said that she's also problematic. She's Isn't she like the big fat squid or something like that? The sea witch from Little Mermaid. Yeah. They said that she's also problematic because she has lavender skin and black legs and she could be viewed through a racial lens. She is, I don't even know what this means, queer-coded in character with mannerisms that like that, I guess, evoke drag queens. Are you saying because she's overmade and and fat and ugly that she looks like a drag queen? Is that what you're saying? That she makes her, her she has too much makeup on, so she looks like Mimi from the Drew Carey Show. Is that what you're saying? Because that's what I'm hearing. <clears throat> this is so dumb. They're so afraid. You know why? Because there are people who get off on pretending to be victims. I am absolutely. Who's offended by Captain Hook? I mean, who's how many people do you legit know in life that have a gold hook for a hand? Raise your hand. I mean, who does that? Who know who's going to be offended over that? I don't know. Right? This is so stupid. This is this is 
woke turns everything. He's Trump was right. So you know what? Yeah. <clears throat> and so the article st- says that they are they're trying to figure out these hot bus- button issues, and they said that. You know, Disney's version of Tinkerbell was flagged because, you know, she's just Tinkerbell's so worried about her appearance. They have what they call a Stories Matters, Stories Matter team. And the team goes and flags potentially problematic characters or, you know, sto- like stories or whatever. And they send it to senior leads at the company. Yeah. So because Ursula has lavender skin and big blue eyeshadow and giant red lips, they said that she's a a racist depiction of like a drag queen, apparently. There's like, I don't know how. And like in, in the movies Aristocrats and Dumbo, <clears throat> excuse me, they said that the crows perform a minstrel act. Oh my gosh. And that uh, the Princess Tiger Lily engages in dancing wearing a head headdress and other exaggerated tropes it is a form of mockery and appropriation it's appropriation by literal made-up cartoon character but whatever this is what we're dealing with this is why everything sucks this is why netflix sucks <coughs> disney would not comment to the new york times on their article yeah, but do you realize how unbelievable how unbelievably racist it is what they're insinuating in this New York Times and ABC piece, they're saying that if you are disabled, that you cannot be a villain because they, the, I, I'm trying to be generous of mind here. Sometimes villains are the most interesting people to play. But the argument is that because I guess the character is, is in a bad light, we can never show anyone who is disabled as playing a villain because th- what they're incapable they're incapable of either playing a villain or disabled people are somehow also deprived of their free will ability you're dehumanizing them by reducing them to nothing but baby angels you realize that i mean just because someone has a disability does not mean that they are somehow separated from the rest of humanity with these roles or choices or anything else that is the most dehumanizing and bigoted thing of all jeez I'm waiting for when they hate Moana. I don't know. They may. Right? I just, I don't know. Everything, like, I'm just right. I'm just waiting. Yeah. I didn't think they'd say anything about a hook hand, but here we are. Here we are. Everything's dumb. Speaking of uh, all of this stuff with viewing, so Netflix is having a really hard time. I don't know if you have Netflix. Um, their offerings have been really bad. As of late, what is the only thing that I think that they that's keeping them going? They had Bridgerton. They bake the British baking show, which I enjoy. What else? Ozark. I don't think anything else. What? Ozark. Yeah, but I stopped watching Ozark because it got real true. Reminded me too much of certain family. Um, <laughs> I think their number one show is is this cake. It's just like trash. What is that? Isn't that just basically based on an Instagram account? Yes. Where they would slice up stuff and you had to determine whether or not it was cake. That's yep. the dumbest thing ever. That's that's a bad show. Although I will say, I don't think it's on Netflix. Maybe it's on Netflix. It's called Look What I Can Do and it's a show that's made in Japan and they take like toddlers and they send them on errands and film it and it's hysterical. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, 
I, but anyway, my point on Netflix is that their offerings have gotten so woke that people have not wanted to either renew their subscriptions or they cancel them entirely. And so as a result, they've had like a, what, a, a 25% drop and people are saying it's unwatchable. They lost over 200,000 subscribers. They're trying to figure out if whether or not switching to these ad supported an ad supported version would boost their revenue. But people already pay for Netflix. They're not going to want if they move to an ad supported thing, as opposed to having people you know pay if you, people on top of subscriptions. There's I would cancel it too. But the problem is, I'm like, what are they spending their money on? I was reading that they gave what how many millions to the ginger and the suitcase girl, the spare and the suitcase, the game show D-lister. Who gives a crap what those two do? Nobody cares. What else have they done? I mean, what else have they done? Who's making the programming decisions at Netflix? Who's allocating the cash at Netflix? Because there's, there's, they, have, oh, they had Obama narrating something about our national parks. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know what? I, we grew up on Nat Geo. Give us Attenborough narrating on you know the planet or whatever, Blue Planet. We don't care. That's just like a vanity project and that Netflix pays money for it. It's dumb. So their stuff and their stuff has gotten I think some of their stuff is woke, but it's just there's not a lot anymore. I think Amazon Prime has been doing a good job. Hulu hasn't been bad. Hulu just doesn't get a lot of new stuff lately. And we canceled Disney, which is sad because there was, you know, the Loki series looked pretty good. But I'm just not I'm not going to I'm not supporting this stuff. I'm not supporting this stuff with my money. So. Yeah, and Elon Musk blamed the, quote, woke mind virus for making Netflix unwatchable. Netflix is tracking its biggest stock drop in a decade. And I will add, I know we got to get moving. Some of this, too, I think, is a lot of people signed up during the um, lockdowns. And then that changed after everybody started getting out and doing more again. So maybe that has something to do with it. But I think their programming is just a massive part of it. We have... On the way, we've got uh, some foreign policy headlines. I've got some economic headlines. IMF is warning energy inflation that those costs will rise to what they say are, quote, intolerable levels. We got that and a whole bunch more that you don't want to miss. Small business owners, have you ever stressed about navigating through HR compliance? Have you ever been confused on how to handle a situation with an employee or wanted to implement a better company culture? The bad news is that one complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. The good news is that Bambi is an HR platform for small business owners to implement good HR practices. Built for businesses like yours, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, your workplace training, and your employee feedback. And then your U.S.-based dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. Available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Visit Bambi.com slash Dana Show today for your free HR audit spelled b-a-m-b-e-e dot com slash dana show that's bambi.com slash dana show you run your business let bambi run your hr bambi.com slash dana show of all your favorite talk hosts one of these is not like the others the dana show (laughs) 
what is it? <laughs> so, on break, someone sent me a bunch of Black Phillip gifts <laughs> because we were talking about that guy. <laughs> the editor. And the, sorry, he's the New York Times executive editor. And he posed like next to a chair, but he's on the floor. And he's got his feet all weird. <laughs> they look like hooves. And someone said, someone said, offer sugar cubes and apples and he'll write nothing but bust pieces about you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> someone else said, Bob Hads, don't we all relax on the floor with the paper and our goat legs? <laughs> Dude, I don't get it. Like, for real. What? <laughs> Sexy centaur. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I can't. I can't. I just, oh, I just can't do it. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. It's good to be with you. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> DanaLash.com here. I'm trying to get back on track. You guys have not been looking at these hoof and feet for as long as I have because I've been preparing for the show. <sighs> so the Johnny Depp whatever, I just looked up and it said, Depp, I lied about how my finger was smashed. <laughs> well, that's breaking news, guys. I Two things. I don't feel sorry for anybody that is a private island. Nah, I don't. Secondly, I don't think she's a victim. Sorry, I don't believe it. No, I'm actually not sorry. I have nothing to... I take that sorry back. Screw you. I'm not. <laughs> I just don't believe that she is. Oh, so coming up in our second hour, we are going to get into, apparently, how some people don't understand that Florida, you know, there are collective shareholders that relates to Twitter. You have state pensions. That's why Ron DeSantis has spoken up about... Twitter and their shareholders and their board. I'll discuss that more. Plus, I have some media. You don't want to miss the update regarding the Washington Post and Lizzie TikTok. Keep it here. As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com. danasbeats.com. Uh, yes, it should. We should still have masks on the subway system. New York is unique. It's, we are densely populated. Uh, we see the slight spikes. I think New Yorkers did the right thing about wearing a mask. And we continue to encourage New Yorkers to wear a mask if they're in an environment where it's unknown uh, the status of the persons or individuals they are around. And so we need to continue to do that. No, do it if you want to, but nobody cares. Nobody's going to do it. Just stop. Just stop. There you go. Welcome back to the show. Second hour of the program. Dana Lash here with you. And 
There, I mean, I guess I don't know why. I think you need to just dunk in Purell if you're going to take the the subway. It smells like farts and pee and pretzels, gas. That's what it smells like. It does it really does? So, um, few things. What gets me about some of the reaction to the mask mandate is everybody is so focused on the age of this judge. And I wrote a piece about this a couple of days ago. The reason why they're they're so focused on this. It's wild. She's 35 years old. They're really going after her. Who was, I never play her. This is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Joy Reid her biggest audience ever. Audio Soundbite 6. This uh, woman who's like, she's 50-something, isn't she? She loses her mind over this younger woman who, and her understanding of the law. Listen to Audio Soundbite 6. And now because this judge, who was rated unqualified, like she was an intern like six years ago, now she's a federal judge. She got on at 33 years of age, Trump's youngest and probably worst appointment. She basically is one of those people who's tired of wearing a mask and ruled as such. First off, that is a ridiculous assertion. They're talking about the American Bar Association, which is so politicized, it's ridiculous. They keep saying she's the youngest judge. She's the American Bar Association sent a letter to the Senate Judiciary Committee saying that despite her credentials, she's unqualified because she doesn't have as much that much trial experience. But she's had trial experience. She clerked with Justice Clarence Thomas and the American Bar Association Association is as political and petty as you would imagine any other association of its type being. That's not something that's up for dispute. She was when she she was chosen when she was 33 as the youngest judge chosen by Trump. And they're mad because she is so young. And and the and I wrote about this and I made as Kane noted, I noted this in my piece that I wrote two days ago. It doesn't matter if she's five years old. It doesn't matter if she's 35 years old. This is irrelevant from the lack of statute uh, statute authority uh, that. The, CD, the CDC did not have the statutory authority to do what it did, which was to mandate citizenry, cover their face and control their movement within the United States. Now, she noted in her summary judgment that they do have some statutory authority at the border where it, where it concerns people who are coming into the country and whether or not you know, they should have, you know, as, as it relates to health, whether it's a vaccination or face covering or something like that. The CDC does have some statutory authority there, but they don't where it concerns individuals moving around in the United States or what they wear on their faces in the United States. They don't have authority there. And furthermore, as Mizell noted, Judge Mizell, and this was, I think, page 24 of her piece, is that she noted the logical inconsistency with the CDC giving the all clear at the border with entry of non-citizens, but not applying that same allowance where it concerns citizens on public transit. And she also pointed out how the CDC made a deal with cruise ships. You know, if this is based on science, then why are these exclusions? Why are there all of these exclusions? Because the science doesn't change just because you are inconvenienced. 
And so she really hit on that. Notice how they're not taking any issue with the merit of the case. They're attacking her age and her. They're not at all bringing up any merits of this case at all whatsoever. And then you have this. I don't even know who this doctor is. Who's Dr. Morazzo? Some, who knows? So she's complaining about a judicial system that she says, well, they can just, you know, science should guide us here. Listen to this. I do. And I think it's almost less about the CDC than it is about a judicial system that feels free to sort of insert itself in the setting where we should be letting the science guide us. What do you mean? What science? The science that said the virus wasn't contagious if you're standing, if you're sitting down at a restaurant, but only if you're you're standing up. Are you talking about the science that said that it was okay for Kamala Harris to not wear a face mask uh, when she was there discussing the issue with the judge because it was an emotional and amazing time. But all the people who lost their loved ones and were barred from going to funerals or who had to give birth alone uh, or were sick in the hospital alone or who couldn't celebrate weddings, that that wasn't an emotional time for all of those people. That somehow the science means the virus is less virulent when it concerns a Democrat politician. The science that allowed Barack Obama to have his big giant maskless super spreader party. Was it the science that said that it was okay for BLM and Antifa to riot and burn down cities because those were at those mostly peaceful protests? But if people got together to protest uh, any attempt to stop election integrity, that that was called a super spreader event. I mean, are you talking about that science? Or what about the science of doctors who change their findings based on whoever funds them? That science? It's not science with these people. It's politics. I, we didn't vote for unaccountable scientists. We voted for politicians, lawmakers. They can take into account any advice that a, that a scientist or a medical professional wants to give. But just because you're a scientist or medical professional doesn't give you de facto godlike powers over the citizenry. Especially over a virus that's endemic and that you all, because of science... We're too cowardly to admit that it's been endemic for, what, 15 months now at least. This is asinine. So they're going to actually continue enforcing the mask mandate aboard subways. Who's going to actually enforce that, you think? How well is that going to go? You know, this is why so many people are abandoning the left. They are at at an insane rate. I think the right needs to be careful with some stuff, too. I was looking at this piece, and I've seen some people on the right kind of take issue with it. So Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida says he wants to hold Twitter's board of directors accountable for the poison pill plan. He said that that the state of Florida, that, you know, that it's they're going to investigate this, uh, what Twitter's doing. And some people on the right, because economic illiteracy is a real thing had no idea why, and they couldn't understand why Ron DeSantis was talking about Twitter. They couldn't be prevailed upon to actually listen to his full remarks, because had they, uh, they would have read or heard his full quote where he said, quote, the state of Florida and our pension system, we have shares of Twitter. We have people who run this fund. It hasn't exactly been great in returns our investment. It's been pretty stagnant for many years but nevertheless the poison pill is probably an injury to this fund 
and we are looking at the ways that the state of Florida can hold the board accountable for breaching their fiduciary duty. So they're, they have, obviously, you have state pensions. I was shocked at the number of conservatives who didn't understand how state pensions work. My jaw hit the floor. I saw actual blue check conservatives saying that, well, this looks like crony cronyism or this looks like big government. I'm like, do you not understand how state pensions work? They are literally shareholders. Are you telling me now that you believe that shareholders should not have any voice in what is happening with the company in which they hold the shares? Or that the board of directors should act regardless of whether or not the shareholders demand or have sanctioned it? Because that's an unconservative position if you want to have a discussion about being the bouncer of conservatism because you don't understand basic economics or how state pensions work, quote unquote, conservative. This is what I can't say. Economic literacy is real. My jaw dropped at some of this stuff. I messaged a couple people and I was like, you look like an ass. You look like a stupid, uninformed moron. Here's how this works. Since somehow you've gotten so far to have a blue check and be able to influence people and pretend that you're smart. This is so dumb. No, I don't really feel like I'm not in this to make friends. I told you that some people need to be shamed for their stupidity and I don't care who they are. They will be. I don't care about making friends. I would rather be left alone. Aliens can be my friends or the sweet meteor of death when it finally hits this rock. So uh, not only that, but now he's also the left is mad at him and some people again on the right because he was talking about what was going on with Disney and how they were looking at some of the exemptions that Disney enjoys and some people were saying that they see Disney as, you know, uh, leeching off taxpayers via exemptions and subsidies. I will say this. I think Disney probably brings in a lot of revenue. People coming in, they stay at the hotels, etc., etc. But the wokery is killing it. Wokery is killing Disney. And Disney is only as successful as they're able to attract customers. And the way that they've been going after this law, and this is really kind of a a game of chicken to see who's going to move first. And I can tell you, it's probably not going to be DeSantis. They have it, what is it, the... Reedy Creek Improvement District is one described exemption. And so the way that it works is that Disney, because of this exemption, is allowed to operate as its kind of own sovereign entity inside of Florida. So they get to ignore and not pay certain taxes. They get to bypass certain building and zoning laws, and they can kind of do whatever they want to do. And I think it's good to point out that this made sense maybe, you know, a while ago when Disney was getting started out in Florida and Florida was, you know, helping it because they realized it was a tourist attraction. But we are in very different times now. And these companies like Disney are taking advantage of these exemptions while acting as agents of the government. And that's that's not capitalism when you're acting as an agent of the government, when you are acting as you know, a proxy for the administration and for whatever reason you think that corporations have more power over children than the parents who raise them. And so all, and so DeSantis is like, I want to, I want to repeal this exemption. And everyone's like, oh man, this is big government. There's some conservatives that are even, again, some conservatives saying this. And I'm looking at this like they have exemptions. That's what's unconservative. Make, bringing back a sense of normalcy and having them abide by the same building zoning and et cetera, et cetera, that everybody else does. 
that's just simply making it you're you're bringing back normalcy you're making it a, 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 a fair playing field how is that not conservative hmm that the exemptions is the cronyism Folks, how much control do you really have over your finances? So lately, we've seen an all-out assault on freedoms and liberties by the government. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, everybody trying to limit whether or not you can even go to a grocery store or restaurant. And we've seen how quickly the government can infringe on your personal freedoms, and they do the same with your finances. This is why I believe in diversifying with gold. Gold is physical. Gold is tangible and gold is safe from government control and gives you true control over your wealth, control that isn't tied to government regulated financial markets. The folks at Legacy Precious Metals are the gold standard when it comes to investing in precious metals and their team of experts can counsel you on the best options for you and your family. Take control of your financial situation and call Legacy Precious Metals at 866-580-2088 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com and download their free investor's guide. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. The Biden administration has announced a $6 billion bailout effort to save nuclear power plants at risk of closing, citing the need to combine climate or nuclear energy as a carbon-free power source to combat the climate change. I don't know what I feel about this, but we'll talk a little bit more about Kane's Kane's already given it looks. Yeah. So apparently Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, I guess, are having marital discord, according to a couple of showbiz sites. And they're, they're being, they're facing what is being described as one of the ugliest divorces in showbiz history. Eh. I think she's an Amber Heard. Sorry, I do. Just, I do. For real, I'm just gonna... It needs to be said. Everybody's all afraid of being honest about stuff. Stop. NASA is urging a probe of Uranus to examine the giant ice planet by astronomers who want spacecraft to travel to frozen Saturn, the frozen Saturn moon that could support life. Uh, It's a survey that outlines areas NASA should prioritize in space exploration. It's been... They've been working on this for over a decade now. The goal is to answer questions about our origin, the solar system, and the universe. I'm actually all for it. Fine. Can I? Can we volunteer other people to go to Uranus? Can we volunteer people? Because I've got some right now. I totally would suggest. Interesting. Uh, this coming out from the AP in New Mexico, and this was about 40 minutes ago. They've just issued the maximum possible fine against a film production company for firearm safety failures on the set of Rust where uh, that cinematographer Alec Baldwin fatally shot and killed her in October of last year. So we're continuing to watch that case because you know the Hutchins family has sued Baldwin. He really tried to put a good face on and made sure he got photos comforting the husband and all of that stuff. That was all a PR thing. But Wall Street Journal says that the U.S. Postal Service is going to slow first class package delivery and that now nearly one third of packages will take an extra day or two for delivery as the agency seeks to rely less on air transportation they want to reduce their costs and reliance on air transport what i don't understand is we've given them so much money so many billions upon billions upon billions upon billions of dollars every other year how in the world are they having financial difficulties yet again Yeah, 
We're going to, we got more on that. We got a whole bunch of stuff you don't want to miss. Keep it here. More of the Dana Show after this short break. In 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States, and now around 42% of all households in the United States have a firearm. People support the Second Amendment. For firearm enthusiasts, suppressors are a good idea when practicing at the range, indoors or outdoors. I mean, a suppressor doesn't silence your firearm, but it does help to protect your hearing, and even more so for those who like to spend a lot of time training with their firearms. My friends at Silencer Shop are the industry leader for suppressors. They're a Texas-based company, and their customer reviews are awesome. So if you're new to shooting suppress, I want you to know that Silencer Shop has made the NFA process easy. Details are online at silencershop.com with free shipping and no transfer fees. And their suppressors start at just $365. Search Silencer Shop on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and spend more time at the range protected with a suppressor that's right for you. See their variety and how to get yours through silencershop.com. That's silencershop.com. Shooting down woke culture, one crazy headline at a time. It's the Dana Show. And the second big reason for inflation is Vladimir Putin. Not a joke. Putin's invasion of Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all over the world. Two major breadbaskets of wheat in the world were Ukraine and Russia. The United States is number three and Canada number four. Jeez. So it's uh, it's uh, Putin. It's what it is. It's uh, it's uh, the big reason. Second big reason is Putin. It's not a joke. Nobody believes this. That was uh, President uh, McUnity there, who had to be apparently corralled by a bunny rabbit, a furry, during the White House egg roll. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash here with you. All kinds of good stuff happening. So uh, pulling this up because. There is, I have a few things that I want to hit on. It's kind of a, it's a weird news, it's a weird news cycle. And we're not hearing a lot about uh, really updates on Twitter either, because I think that, I honestly think that the board is trying to do everything possible to keep anything that they're doing from being in the news at all whatsoever. I do. And whether or not, however that ends up happening, because this is going to be dragged out for quite some time. I'm not, I, I can see how it doesn't end in litigation. I just don't, I just don't see it. Some of the other stuff that we're looking at, whether it's uh, economics or whether it's the updates with the garbage stuff that was happening with the press yesterday. So the Washington Post decided that they were going to make a statement on, I told you about at the, that what's her face, the chick who's like in her late 30s and she apparently thinks that Forever 21 is a literal store name. She uh, works, she worked at the New York Times and then um, she ended up moving to Washington Post and she kind of burned it all down when she was at New York Times. Like they, like when she left, it was kind of acrimonious and everybody thinks that she's, she's just kind of a joke reporter. She's someone who chases clout. She took this, opposition research that some tech guy who's backed by a billionaire interestingly enough that's a whole other story this guy like found all this stuff on this account called libs of tiktok and all they all that account does to recap if you missed yesterday is they literally just repost videos that leftist film and post of themselves on tiktok which is why it's called libs of tiktok they just take the videos that leftist post and they put it in one place and the left acts like this is a whole thing of misinformation 
which is so stupid. And so this chick, Taylor Lorenz, who is, I think, a drama queen. I think she's someone who is, she called Claudia Conway, Kathy, uh, or sorry, Kellyanne Conway and George Conway's daughter when she was 15 years old, like two years ago, and maybe a year ago. And she was going through, like posting all this stuff online and, and calling out her parents and she didn't like Trump and the left was going crazy for over it. And Taylor Lorenz got involved and would not stop contacting her, even when George Conway made a public appeal for reporters, including this crazy broad, this middle-aged woman, to stop contacting this 15-year-old. And it's like she faked her age. She was like, oh, she's, we're mutuals. Mutual what? She's 15. You're like almost 40. Stop. So anyway, um, the Washington Post, their editor, their tech editor and their editor posted a statement. And Christine Kelly posted this, and then Cameron Bars, the senior managing editor, was the one who made the statement. And they were blatantly lying. This is the statement, quote, Taylor Lorenz is an accomplished and diligent journalist whose reporting methods comport entirely with the Washington Post professional standards. Uh, the libs of TikTok, the woman, in her management of the libs of TikTok Twitter account and in media interviews has had significant impact on public discourse and her identity has become public knowledge on social media because they made it so we did not publish or link to any details about her personal life Cameron Barr senior managing editor of the Washington Post well that's not true they tried to stealth edit it but remember how I tell you that the internet never forgets so I went to the Wayback machine and I got the first screen screenshot of that story from Wayback. I also saved it in Evernote as an entire page with the link still present. They tried to stealth edit the link out without any kind of acknowledgement or apology. And I still have all the stuff where the link is still there. And they absolutely linked to a website that had not just her name, but also her real estate license and license number and also her personal home address. They linked to it very blatantly. And now they're trying to lie about it. I mean, it is, it's crazy. They did this because they wanted to intimidate citizenry into silence with these tactics. And remember, they, you had all, some of these other rat bastards, and I'm calling them that because that's what they are. I, I said this like five years ago when the press got so mad and they wrote all these stories. You can't believe Dana Lash called us that. Well, don't act like that and I won't. I am so correct. You owe me an apology, press, for being so entirely correct about you. But they, you know, the old shoe leather reporting, that's what they were saying. Diligent reporters. She's so diligent that she did not bother. First off, she's so diligent. She just copied someone else's work and repurposed it as her own. Number one. Number two, she's so diligent. She did not differentiate between the name of the woman who runs the libs of TikTok account and another woman with the same name on Instagram who's getting harassed and doxxed and threatened with uh, and getting death threats. So Taylor Lorenz had to go out and be like, no, this isn't the woman from this story. I mean, can you imagine like not being not being such a crap, lazy reporter that you just rip your content from Twitter that other people write and then not even doing your due diligence of differentiating between the different types of people on social media that have the exact same name, thus exposing she ex is exposing this young mother on Instagram to all this garbage. And she spent a great part of yesterday making herself the perennial victim. And then she got mad and said that some conservatives were trying to find her family members so that they could contact them and ask questions. But I thought that that was good old shoe leather reporting, right? Yeah. 
I mean, that's what I was reliably told by the left. Dempster rules. So why are you complaining? This is what they do. This is what the press does. They're, they're, they're such absolute, just petulant brats. And, I mean, this... It's insane that the Washington Post thought that they were just going to blatantly lie about this and get away with it. Everybody, I posted the screenshots and they started getting called out because this is, it's more than just going after, um, it's more than just going after someone who, you know, is running an account. They try to say that, well, this is, um, uh, you know, it's a large account and it affects public policy. It doesn't affect public policy. It's an account that's on Twitter. And they're like, well, because she did an anonymous interview on Tucker Carlson. That doesn't mean that you go and you dox her. But they want this is it's all of it's all a chilling effect. That's the whole point of this. This is why I've get, gotten so mad at the media for doing this for so long. They did this back in the Tea Party days. And it's so frustrating. And I'm glad that people are pushing back on it. But this is the media. You have this, this billionaire-owned newspaper, and they're going after someone who has shown and you know really what teachers, what these activists want to talk to your kids about in schools. And people are, in, are infuriated over it. I honestly think that the left is also mad because they, they, they don't want everybody to know exactly what they're doing. And this account showed what your kids were seeing on TikTok because no, you know, no person who is a grown person with a successful career except Taylor Lorenz gets on TikTok. Nobody has time. I don't have time for all those social media accounts. I just don't. Neither do you. (sighs) But yeah, so this, this other chick started getting harassed, you know, because great shoe leathering reporting. And I will have to say that this, um, what was I going to add on this? The Washington Post piece, they still, because all of this happened, that statement was a statement that they posted yesterday. Uh, it was early evening. It was like four or five o'clock. They still have not come out and said that they're sorry. They lied. They linked to her personal address and her real estate license and her license number. They, they still haven't apologized for stealth editing it, editing it out of the piece and also for linking to it in the first place. This is why people think the media is garbage. Jeez. We have more to come, including, just tell you what's on deck here. Uh, this, um, I have some wokery. And then there's also this really red state had this piece. It's a very weird letter that Hunter Biden wrote Dad Joe. It was a blistering letter in which uh, it was on the laptop, by the way. And it's also mentioned in Miranda Devine's book. And he says, you've finally crossed the line. Hunter's scathing letter to Joe. Interesting. And he goes off on Daddy. We'll talk about that. It's coming from Red State. We'll talk about that here coming up. You don't want to miss.
Almost every day we hear about another major corporation that's gone woke, tormenting their employees with progressive propaganda and funding organizations that seem to hate the country and values and free speech and rights in the Constitution. So this is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers, so you get the same great service, plus you get the peace of mind that your money is supporting free speech, life, and liberty. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and they're 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations that fight for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, and first responder heroes. Visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code Dana. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make that switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 972-PATRIOT today. The Dana Show, sponsored by 30 years of game-changing Caltech innovation, like the P50, a new breed of pistol. Innovation, performance, Caltech. DanaLash.com, make sure you go and subscribe to the newsletter, Chapter and Verse. Uh, well, let's go ahead and kick it into Florida, man. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. I didn't realize that Florida was really um, particular, as particular as they are about their license plates. I don't know if they're more or are more or less particular than other states. But so I went down this rabbit hole and I was reading about this. And it started because some guy, so this is, I can't, I can't even, this is, reveals a little bit about me. I saw the story and I was like, why did this guy get his plate banned? Oh my gosh, his plate was F-A-R-T-D. <laughs> and Florida was like, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing, you're not getting this plate. So they said that plates that have obscene or objectionable words are rejected. So just like in the past, you know, a couple of months, they've had... They rejected, I, I'm just going to spell it. There's a number in it. It's F-K-J, number zero, B-D-N. That was rejected. This is just pat in the past uh, couple of months. Uh, D-U-M-A, double snakes, was rejected. Kane, the uh, word M, number three, T-H, was rejected. And they've outright banned some of them. The violation of free speech. Yeah, they've... they've, Some of these I don't understand what they are. They have... And most of them are FJB related. I'm looking at a list. This is just in the past, like, six months. And at least it's a list where it gets... Oh, my gosh. It's like 400... At least 200 of these are versions of FJB. I'm not exaggerating at all. I'm counting them. Uh, they So the FJB 22, FJB 23, FJB BB, FJB LFG, FJB USA, FKJ number zero BDN, FKJB LGB. Uh, oh my gosh, like every type you can think of is banned. Period. 
along with uh, B-U-C-K-Y-E-H, which I don't know why that would be. Uh, anything with 911, 47 Trump, Trump 47. Uh, beat me number one. <laughs> F-A-R-T-D. That's the one I was, that's how this all started. Oh, man. Nut Sky. <coughs> N-U-D Life. I don't know, dude. Some of these I... F-R-A-T-E-D. What? Right. what? I don't even know. What is that? I don't know. Okay. There's like over 700 of these that are banned, of these types of plates that are banned in Florida. Uh, bus, N-U-T-Z. I could sit here and do this all day. They banned Sucka, One Milf, uh, Cut You Two. Oh my gosh, it's just so take a look at that. Yeah, there you go. That's it's fun stuff. Uh, this coming from WESH Channel Two, a Florida man got in a bit of a bind. He got mauled by tigers because he walked into again. This is like the second headline we've had of this. This is a totally different story. This guy was just bringing in chicken to the Tigers at the Wooten Everglade Airboat, Airboat Tour in Ochopee. Ochopee. Collier County Sheriffs. They have an animal sanctuary that has two tigers, two lions, otters, turtles, crocs, and gators. And so Ignacio Martinez was working as a mechanic for an airboat company. He decided to just, he thought he would f- feed the tigers some chicken without having any experience with tigers and chicken. And he said, he goes, I don't know what happened. Yeah, you got mauled the second that you walked in with that chicken. That's what happened. He legit walked in and the tigers went crazy and he tried to throw it and then the tiger got his hand. He tried to throw the chicken and he said, tiger, the tigers began biting his hands. So he had to go to the hospital and he's all kinds of, he's, yeah. And he goes, doctors say everything's good. Well, geez, I'm glad. My heavens. So, yeah, don't, if you don't have any experience with that, don't, why would you do that? Uh, Let's see, caught on camera, a dolphin attacked a trainer during a show in Miami at the Miami Sea Aquarium. Dolphins are jerks, just so you know. I watched this documentary about dolphins. If you're a pregnant woman, you can't be pregnant and get into the water with dolphins. Did you know that? Yeah, they'll try to bump your belly. They absolutely will. Yep. Yep. I know when I was had when I was gonna have my first son and we were on a vacation and I was like oh I want to swim with dolphins and they the trainers were like no 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 so one of the dolphins named Sundance went rogue broke from his performance and got violent with a trainer because they're jerks can you imagine being the kid that watches that though like what's happening with the dolphins he's beating the trainer sometimes they actually try to get frisky with female humans Isn't that nuts, too? Stay with us. We got another things you didn't even need to know that you now know and you realize you couldn't have done without. Third hour on the way. There's only one word to remember about Keltec, it's innovation. A privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one-of-a-kind American-made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P15 9mm striker fire pistol. The P15 is Keltec's first striker fire handgun and is the lightest and thinnest of its kind, featuring a totally unique patent-pending extended magazine. The P15 pistol's other features include fiber 
fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear, ambidextrous safety and magazine release, as well as a gator grip texture that increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling. The P15 is fun on the range, but it's definitely great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative, quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltecweapons.com. Space is exciting, it spurs our imaginations, and it forces us to ask big questions. Space, it affects us all, and it connects us all. Jeez, that sounded like a Gaylord Fokker prayer in Meet the Parents. Space, it affects us all, and it connects us all. Because space, we're all in it. It touches all of us, the space. Welcome back to the show. That was your vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, who was speaking to Space Force. And she was explaining space. She actually, she did, she just went whole hog like, let's talk about space and telescopes. She actually talked about that. I'm not making this up. This is a legitimate thing. Oh my gosh. Um, hmm. She's, uh, I don't know what her excuse for not speaking well is. I mean, Joe Biden, I think, had a stroke, but I don't know what her excuse is. I, I, I just don't. Now, I have to, t- speaking of the Bidens, I wanted to share this story with you. It's from Red State. And it was Hunter Biden. He wrote an angry Parmesan cheese fueled letter to his dad, Joe. And he is livid. It was written in 2017, right as Joe Biden was leaving the vice presidential office. And legit right after, apparently, he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Obama. So let me, I'm going to read this. It's, it's really long. Let me read the best parts of the letter to you. Because this is, this is Joe, this is Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. He says, quote, Dad, you have to listen. And then you can do whatever you want. I'll make it the last time. And you can ignore it, or I hope at least acknowledge that the three people on earth who have lived their lives in service to you, who love you more than the next 30 combined, have all suddenly concluded you finally crossed the line. We won't be publicly or privately humiliated, while those that publicly and privately humiliate us are held the world as the loves of your life, the life of your love. I'm not even kidding. This is actually the actual letter. Love is not an action, Dad. Not an, It's an action, Dad, not an emotion. And so he goes on and then he goes, Uncle Jimmy's my best friend. Aunt Val is my mother. And if you make me ever feel like saying that is somehow a betrayal, know every time over the years you say she saved our lives with Aunt Val standing right next and never mention her. Lucine mommy was more like expect it might be born without legs. You know, something really, really important there isn't there, but don't quite know why it feels so absent. You can't remember its presence. It's Hunter Biden's. Le- it's a legit. I swear to you, it's a real letter. It was on the laptop. 
And then you learn to walk and get bionic legs and wings. Kane, I'm not kidding. It's a real letter. My mom, which is his grandma, and Aunt Val saved my life, Dad. They saved Bo's life, Dad. You saved our lives. I understand the lie serves your purpose. And then he goes on. Um, I don't even know what he's talking about. He talks about loyalty. And then he talks about his Uncle Jimmy taking a punch. Where did? And then he goes, there's no hero in this story. And he goes, uh, if there's one hero, it deserves the Medal of Honor for throwing himself on the grenade. It's my uncle. And it's like Groundhog Day. No matter how hard he tries to rewrite the story each time, he puts himself back together. And it's the same ending. There's a grenade in the living room on Christmas Eve, and the whole family gathers around and postures and pontificates or hides under the couch or pushes someone in front of them, and there's Uncle Jim missing both legs in a wheelchair with one eye. And maybe not until I've seen him do it a hundred times before does he say, Come on, guys, at least help me get out of my chair. Please, this time don't make me drive myself back to the hospital. Give me a cab and I'll pay you back. So, Dad, on arguably the most rewarding day in your career, you failed to even say, and I want publicly thank the heart and soul of this family tree, the. (laughs) That is a literal legit letter from Hunter Biden to Joe Biden the exact day that he got his presidential medal of freedom from I'm gonna say that's a draft Obama. right just a draft it says it's a draft it was a note on the laptop he had some corrections to get and it's to. the same note on the laptop miranda divine wrote about this in her book where he talks to his do- where hunter talks to his daughter and says that uh quote i hope you you all can do what i did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years it's really hard but don't worry unlike pop i won't make make you give me half your salary so, yeah. So the big guy's been taking for a while. The big guy, he's like, I don't take money in office. I just take from my kids while I'm in office. That's his whole shtick. Wow. That's his whole, he sounds like a horrible dad. Yeah. I still will never get over that stockings on the fireplace thing. But he's, yeah, that sounds, he said, that's a hot mess. And here's the other thing that I want to know. Do you remember the story? There were accusations and there were all of these questions as to the nature of the relationship that he had with his niece. Now, I'm not speculating on on that because apparently she was underage. And there was a lot of, apparently, the rumor mill has it that there was some of that material on the laptop. But my point in bringing that up is if there was even so much as an accusation involving him with an underage his underage niece why didn't the feds investigate because normally if there's so much a speculation on that people the law gets involved and it's in delaware why didn't anybody get involved why is there no investigation on that million dollar question just odd indeed it's super odd so a few things economic remote workers are now claiming that the skyrocketing cost of gas and childcare under the administration is making it too expensive for them to commute 
might be something to it. Remote work proponents are blaming now inflation for their need to stay home. And companies that want workers to return to the office have been met with pushback from workers who say our daily office routine is not too expensive, which I don't actually doubt when you see how much gas is. And they say that eating food at work now and going out to eat is, is too expensive due to food cost increases. We, we can't bring it from home. I don't know. I'm just wondering. But I do understand about the gas thing, though. Because if you're paying, I had a friend uh, send a picture that she was paying like uh, $99 for 17 gallons of gas. Was in New York. Unbelievable. True. And so, whether or not they're going to be able to lure people back to the office, they were just now getting to that point with all of this. And now here we are with this problem. Um, national gas prices, what do they say? What is it in 2019? 287? Last month, according to AAA, it was uh, four and a half. I'm just citing what that what this is reporting. It may have been. I don't. I mean, I think it's an average of what they're taking out. I think that this is an this is an average because I think in places like Texas, it's going to be a heck of a lot lower than places like California. So, um, that's yeah. People are like, I can't afford to commute, and not everybody are like Gen Z or millennials or whatever that are just they're not wanting to go into work. I mean, they're they're looking at. How much people are paying on stuff. So in 2021, the average family spent 13700 annually on child care. That's a $3,000 increase from 2020. In 2016 to 2020, the rates were relatively stagnant. And they said that the commute, the cost of gas for the commute, you're looking at, you know, um, depending on how long your commute is, depending on if you're in traffic or whatever. I mean, some people are saying that they're looking at like $150, $200 a, a, you know, a week. For that's crazy. That is crazy. And then when you consider that plus the grocery bills and how much food has increased, I've definitely seen it. I have absolutely, I have absolutely seen it in terms of uh, food costs. It's a heck of a lot more expensive now, and you get so much less. Have you seen too that foods like chips and you know they're like reducing what they like sizes? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All of that. Now, IMF has warned that energy and inflation costs are going to rise to in what they say are intolerable levels. Sky News has this report. They had tweeted this out. They said the world must brace itself for an economic slowdown, a burst in inflation, and a potential wave of social unrest as food and energy prices rise to intolerable levels. Well, isn't that lovely? Now, remember, and Town Hall notes that in March, Biden was warning of food shortages. When he was speaking to reporters at NATO when he was in Brussels, and this was back uh, just in March, he was saying that uh, because there's going to be sanctions imposed and that fertilizer and wheat scarcity is real. And he says that and it's definitely going to have more of an impact, especially the wheat shortage as it relates to Ukraine, because Ukraine was talking that they I mean, it's like the breadbasket of Europe. So definitely going to feel it more there. But um, this is. With production costs hitting a new record high, it's just driving it even more. <sighs> Reminds me, I gotta get my garden in. I'm gonna need the food, probably. Just saying. 
A lot of stuff is going to, a lot of stuff is getting more expensive. U.S. economic contraction about 35% over the next two years. That's crazy. Before this pandemic, we, like, it was going so well. And now here we are. <sighs> yeah, I can see why people are saying that they can't afford to commute. It's, I mean, on its face, it kind of sounds like a dumb excuse, but when you actually look at the, the details of it, yeah, I'm telling you. So uh, a couple other things to get into. Well, uh, coming up, I'll tell you, apparently now Black Lives Matter is blaming uh, cops pulling out of areas for causing the spike of murders in urban communities. Oh, my gosh. What do you, cause and effect? What is it? We're going to talk about this and more here on the way. Hi everyone, Steve Hilton here. You may have seen my show, The Next Revolution, on Fox News, but did you know about my podcast, California Rebel Base? I live in California. I suffer, along with millions of people, the consequences of the left-wing madness that we get shoved down our throats all the time by the Democrats who've been in charge here in what is pretty much a one-party state. Well, I've started this show, California Rebel Base, to fight back, to be a platform for all the rebels who are trying to change things and turn things around. And the reason it matters to everyone, wherever you live, is because, as we know, the left-wing madness that starts in California does not end in California. It can infect the whole country. So we need to fight back. To help us do that, make sure you join us at California Rebel Base. You can follow us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to have you part of this movement. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Biden inflation, the price of a Big Mac has risen by 7% in just one year as food and labor costs spike. Seattle now sell it. Uh, they sell that the, the Big Mac at $6.39 pre-tax. The cheapest apparently is in Austin, $3.75. Overall, fast food prices are up about 8% just in the past year alone. That's crazy. Big Mac, isn't it like one of the most like highly caloric foods that you can, I think, get? kind of crazy yeah i think i think so uh also excuse me a couple of other this is kind of a crazy story it's new york post a boy born with two male copulatory organs has the larger one apparently removed by doctors they chose to take the larger one the youngster was born as from brazil it was a one in a million thing they said to have a duplicated male copulatory organ it's called diphalia and doctors in sao paulo said that about 100 men there's only like a to date there's only been 100 men ever that have had this condition according to medical literature they put a report about it and they published it in the journal of pediatric urology because apparently that it's so rare um but yeah it was the child was two when he had surgery so just uh wow i can't oh my gosh that's awful uh let's see this opposition is mounting against Gavin Newsom, his plan out in California for court-ordered treatment of homeless people. Uh, the plan, this was six weeks, was to push more people into court-ordered treatment for severe mental illness and addiction. Homeless advocates say that it's legally misguided and immoral, and the first public hearing at the state capitol has been delayed. There are more than three dozen organizations and individuals, including the ACLU, Disability Rights in California, Western Center on Law and Poverty, etc., that signed an opposition letter uh, raising serious concerns with the bill, which is Assembly Bill 2830, and they it's called the CARE Court Framework. He said it's a strategy to guide 7,000 to 12,000 people into treatment. So... Uh, there you have it. Uh, also, 
a couple of things. There was a guy. Oh, this was so funny. I told you about this yesterday. Now it's a huge story. So after the plane mask mandate was removed, the travel mandate, there was a guy who jokingly said, quote, and remember, he's saying this is a joke. I boarded a plane today with my son. In mid-flight, the pilot announces that the mask mandate is over. Flight attendants pulled off their masks and sneezed directly into their hands while screaming, this is MAGA airspace. My son turned to me in tears. Uh, and he says that uh, he was messaged by a New York Times journalist named Victoria Kim. She's verified. And she said, hi, Jared. I'm a New York Times journalist. I'd love to speak to you over the phone about what happened on your flight. Can you please give me a call or let me know how I can reach you? And he responded that he was actually joking with her. And he goes, this is 100% legit. And they made fun. That's crazy. But that just shows you how biased the press is. I mean, clearly, he was joking. So coming up, a little bit of a split on the right over Disney and Ron DeSantis. Stick with us. Politics, pop culture, and whatever else gets canceled, tossed in a blender, paid for by sponsored hate mail. It's The Dana Show. It sounds like you're saying that's harder now than it appeared even a few months ago. Well, it is harder now. It's harder now because uh, uh, some of the differences of opinion uh, between our countries have been hardened and sharpened. uh, And that makes the diplomacy more complicated. Uh, I am in touch with my counterpart, uh, Shia Jemwa. He's working in good faith, I think, to try to accelerate the process. We need to get things going. Mm, that's John Kerry saying that the communism of the CCP and China is making it a little bit hard for their wokery or the climate stuff. Welcome back to the show. Dana last year with you. Oh, man, it is. Yeah, it does make it. Heaven forbid. It does make it a little bit more difficult, does it not? That's the uh, that's the that's the whole thing of this. I said yesterday on I was on social media and I, and I wasn't actually joking about it at all. I'm like, man, if if Elon Musk keeps making good moves, maybe I'll consider a Tesla, particularly the S model plaid, which I'm told can go from zero to 60 in 0.2 seconds, which is amazing. That's crazy. Isn't that like technically like the fastest car in existence right now? I don't even know why I need that much, that ludicrous amount of speed. The point is, I'm I'm an American, damn it. I can have it. I don't need to justify it. Why do you need that much speed? Why do you what does it need to go that fast? Why does it because um, because that's why. I mean, I'm not, I I don't know, maybe just because what if I need to go drive away from a Sasquatch? I don't know. In Texas. Could happen. Just saying. There's, you know, a few things there could could totally happen. Mm -mm -mm. But I was saying that I was, I'm considering trading my car in for it. I want to really want to test drive it now. Maybe, maybe take it to Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, just to see how fast it goes. Pull a Richard Hammond. And yeah, to me, there's two different categories, like the Hellcat, for example, because I know that's, you're a big fan I, of the Hellcat. Yeah, I would love the Hellcat. I should have got it right when they came out. I don't know why I didn't. Now, it may not be fast zero to 60 as the Tesla, but it, just the feel and the sound of being in a Hellcat, if you've ever driven a car with an eight-cylinder engine in it, that is it's the sound of freedom. It's kind of unmatched. But yeah, the speed of the Tesla is pretty intriguing. I, I, don't, know how the, the, I don't know how the Plaid the s plaid handles though and also what if i would have to replace the battery those things are expensive it's like another car so those are things that are putting me off right i mean i want i i legit want to look down at my speedometer and i want it to look like it was ripped out of the space balls console dark helmets console i want to see ludicrous speed just saying
And by the way, if you are unfamiliar with that, that's that that was light speed, ludicrous speed. Well, actually, it was past light speed. It was faster than light speed. It was ludicrous speed. Now, I um, I think it's funny because it's plaid, and they have plaid speed in Spaceball, so clearly that's what this was named after. So I don't know. I don't know how it handles. I, I don't know. Like, are there, what, what are the flaws? I don't know. I do, can I just say something? The only thing, just like looking at the photos of it without having driven it, what is up with the tiny steering wheel? I don't want to feel like I'm holding an Xbox controller driving my car because then I'll start looking for the triggers, you know, down below. I'm just curious <laughs> where it looks like an Xbox controller. What is up with the tiny little wheel? What is up with that? The display screen should not be larger than the wheel. So I have an issue there. I don't know. Me, I don't know if you, if that's something that you can customize. Are there people who I, I don't know. I just need the car that I have now. I would, I would love to rip out that steering wheel and take it with me forever. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. Is it weird to be that attached to something that is just specific to my current vehicle? I don't know. But I really want to take this thing out for a spin. I really did want that Hellcat, though. And as Kane was talking about, the sound of that is just unbeatable. They're super expensive now. Have you seen the price of them? Every, they all got bought up. Richard Rawlings, there was like one out of, at our Chrysler Dodge dealership. There was one Hellcat there. And I had been, I was looking at it. I was eyeing it. I was just giving it hugs and kisses. Rawlings came in and just bought it right the heck up. It was there for like a week. He came in, rolled in, got it. It's like, golly, I get it. But I don't know. There's something I I love fossil fuels, dude. I love powering my car with dead dinosaurs. It's amazing. Think about it. You're running on dead dinos. Ooh, just saying. I think there's always going to be room for for oil and gas. My husband keeps going. You know, everything's going to be EV. Everything's going to be electric. All cars are going to be. You're just going to have to get used to it, Dana. I'm not opposed to it, but. I also am really weird about the charging of my vehicle. There's, let's be honest, there's a little control that you have to use. Don't they have firmware updates and stuff? I'm sure. See? That, that right there, that worries me a bit. How much of it is, I, now I'm going to have like ridiculous questions. Okay, so you have to have a firmware update. I, I want to be convinced but I have some issues because you got to let go of a little control. And I, that is that I, that is not in my DNA, dude. I, I would rather like, that's one of the things I even like about the Flintstone cars. You can, I mean, you have more control than you do over, you know, a gas vehicle. I'm just saying what happens if, can it crash? I mean, have you seen your iPhone? Sometimes your iPhone just totally. Freezes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Juan, are you messing with me? Juan's like your Tesla could get hacked. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He says he got his car because wheels and rims. I'm not, I'm not going to, I, I mean, that's something I would say. So I'm not, <laughs> and I'd be like wheels, rims, and cup holders. Yeah. Woo. But I don't know. Like Everything what, can go electric, but it's still going to be powered by generators that it run on oil and gas. Yeah. I don't care about being green. I don't even care. People are like, you should go green. I'm like, shut up. You're going to argue. You're going to talk me out of it. Every time you say that to me about a Tesla, as soon as I'm thinking of it and you're like, yeah, go green. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care. I don't care if I could just feed trees into my car and power. I just don't care. I don't care. We are technologically advanced to where I am totally great. And I celebrate the fact that I do not run on the same forms of energy that we did back in the days when we thought that 
sicknesses were caused by spirits and demons. Just saying, right? Where we have antibiotics. Just totally. I'm not against alternate forms of energy. I just don't care about the green aspect of it. I do a lot. I support a lot of conservation efforts. I, you know, I believe in being a good steward of my environment. I'm not cult-like fanatic about it. I just like the speed and the coolness of it. And to me, it's also kind of a gadget. But at the same time, I got some hurdles. Like, what happens? What if it freezes? You know why I feel like this a lot of times? Because I watched that stupid show upload and that car killed that dude. Let be, I'm going to be honest. That's really like in my head now because the car was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to just crush you right into this truck. I'm not saying that at all that any EV would do that, but I don't know. I got, I got concerns, right? So I mentioned it and I had, and Tesla people are very, very helpful. They love helping you. That is one thing I've noticed. Tesla people live to help you. I heard you're getting a Tesla. I heard that you, uh, you're thinking about a Tesla. Let me tell you everything I know. It's actually super helpful and it's kind of funny because all of a sudden all these people are like, you're going to be friends with us. Come sit at our lunch table. And then they tell you everything that they know. So they were, because all I said was, keep this up and I'm actually going to, I might actually trade my thing in for my car and for a Tesla. And all of a sudden everyone was like, join us, join us. I'm everywhere. Then they made me a little, little nervous, but I'm just saying, um, yeah, I've got I've got some questions about that. But I don't know, are we I don't know if we're ever going to be away from gas and oil for vehicles. It replenishes. I just don't know that we'll ever be away from that. Now, one of the questions you might be thinking of because I talk so badly about it, Dan, are you worried about how the cobalt and your battery No, no I'm not. See, that's the thing. I don't feel bad about saying that. I care about the environment, but I'm not a nut job about it. And I also completely realize, and so I will say one of the hurdles that, so I have the, the handling, I want to know how the handling is, firmware and stuff like that. Do I, am I actually giving up a little bit of control of my vehicle? Like, how does that work? Third thing is, is that the majority of the elements that I would be, that are used in really making this happen are mined in China or places that China controls through their quasi belt and road, well, through their straight up belt and road initiative, like the Democratic Republic of Congo. By the way, that whole business, that whole business transaction was done by Hunter Biden, who got a sweet kickback off that. I, I also don't want to be enriching him or his firm or enriching the CCP. So that's the, actually for real is the biggest hurdle. I don't give a crap about and I don't care where the cobalt from. I don't care if it magical snails bring it up from the riverbeds. I don't care. I, I just want the speed that's all i'm saying i'm being honest about it everyone else is like i oh, look at me i'm so green shut up you're not green you're not green you're faking it you're fi- you outsourced it that's like that's like when you have guests over and your house is a wreck and you shove everything into the never used guest room and shut the door same thing your house is still a wreck you just shoved it all into one room and shut the door same thing same thing here i have really strong feelings about this i don't know if you can tell some uh, real strong ones, though. Okay, so a few other things. There's one other thing I was going to get into, and I completely forgot. Uh, this, oh, John Stewart, his uh, streaming talk show did not go well. And I want to bring this up just because it's going to aggravate, might aggravate you. Do you believe in multivitamins, Kane? Do I believe in them? Yeah. 
Um, like I, not that they exist, but the, do they do what they say they do? I don't think when you take a vitamin itself that you're getting even close to 100% of what they claim you're getting. I think by taking it orally like that, I've now I've done IV vitamins, which I think actually do help. And I think you actually feel a difference when you do it that yeah, way. Yeah, I feel like throwing but cars in the parking your lot. Your stomach acid and everything else kind of destroys... Uh, the pills before they even get implemented into your system. The, so. only, the only thing I take is vitamin D. I think everything else is garbage. Yeah. Or folic acid. Yeah. I kind of think everything else, because there, there's a study, you actually found this, five studies suggest that multivitamins are not improving your health. I'll put this in the prep email. And that's a big industry, too. I didn't realize how big of an industry it is. I, I feel like I should go put out some vitamins. Right, people can just go turn on the tap and fill a bottle of water. This was filled at the spring at my house. I feel like I need, I should put out some multivitamins. They they said that one study they looked at a review of 100 one study looked at other studies. They reviewed 179 other studies on popular vitamin supplements between 2012 and 2017 and they said that the majority of them that they did nothing. There's no advantage, they said. Although I still do the vitamin D just because. And I'll do folic acid. That's it. I don't do nothing else. Chris takes like massive. He's got like packages. They're prepackaged vitamins. And he's like, he makes a big deal out of it. Like, here's my little package. Here's all my little vitamins in my package. And when I do take And those, they're the think, size of horse pills. I think you're talking about the myovites because I, I do those too. Um, but I always double up. If I'm going to take them, I always double up on them because I what? think. Yeah, I think that... So you get double the inaction. Double nothing, right? Yeah. No, well, I think there's a little bit... that You don't get anything close to what they claim you're getting. I just think that by taking more, you're helping a little. Mm. That's what I am That's what I do sometimes. Well, you're helping. We're helping a little bit. There you go. Okay, so uh, I have a piece that I'm working on titled, and you'll get this if you subscribe to the newsletter, To Salt or Not Salt the Earth. Disney versus DeSantis, because some on the right are trying to put out, you know, put out a little flag saying, wait, 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 hold up. You don't want to overplay your hand on the wokery. You know, don't get hysterical. The the legislature in Florida, DeSantis, conservatives stood up, fought back and won. Don't don't make it all worse and don't don't go for revenge. Is it about revenge or is it about a reckoning? That's one question. My second question is, isn't that kind of always a problem with the right? An unwillingness to see the plan all the way through and inflict the greatest amount of consequence? See, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm a very much salty earth person. I just feel like you want to send a message, never do this again or we'll destroy you. Never, ever, ever try to take on parents like this again over sovereignty of their children or we will utterly destroy you. That's not about revenge. It's about a reckoning, right? I'm going to explore this in a piece further, and we're going to talk, discuss it more tomorrow because I'm curious as your thoughts as well. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter over at Substack because to salt or not salt the earth, because as you know, the situation with um, Florida and their tax, their their Uh, tax uh, exemptions Uh, they tried to florida was looking at this very responsible basic bill that talked about 
parents and their rights as it relates to their children's education. And the left went nuts and Disney got involved in it and Florida and DeSantis won. And now there's a question as to whether or not conservatives should make these policies worse by you know salting the earth and i don't know i think that you there's like a there's a huge discussion right now about this taking place on the right and i i feel just like yeah i think that they should honestly because you had people executives at disney and you had people who were I mean, Bob Chapek, these are these were not just like low level people. These were the people who run the entire of entirety of the company that were making these horrible accusations to parents and accusing them of getting people killed and everything else just because they wanted to have involvement in their kids education. It just seems as though one of the things that the right fails to do is to have a reckoning, which is not the same thing as vengeance. I'm going to write about this, so make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Kane today in stupidity. What do we got? All right. Well, we had plenty to choose from, but we'll take uh, New York City's Eric Adams. (laughs) He's the mayor, and he says he's going to continue to enforce mask mandates unconstitutionally. Listen. We are going to continue uh, to encourage New Yorkers uh, to wear a mask on the subway, and we believe that we have the authorization to do so. When you really don't. but. That'll be interesting how you this don't. plays out if the legally. the CDC didn't, why would he? And politically. Yeah. So, yeah. That doesn't but make any... Yeah, uh, the yeah. CDC didn't. It's stupid. Yeah, so there you go. We, folks, I'm telling you, we've got a lot to juggle. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Look for that piece and get the radio prep email as well. Have a great night back with you tomorrow.